things. Welcome back to another The Arsenio Buck Perspective. And I am so excited to be back as always, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to some glory. And today is going to be very interesting. That's right. We're getting into the Seventh Habit Center on timeless and universal principles. Guys, this is personal, interpersonal, managerial, organizational effectiveness, all this stuff. I've talked about a long time ago, but we're reiterating now because I got some beautiful folks out there from Russia and France. You guys have been tuning in to me like no other. I just want to say thank you so much. And with that being said, I'm going to give you the first principle. And I got seven of them, goddammit. You guys better get ready to write these down because this is unbelievably important. Principle number one, the principle of continuous learning. Guys, how many times have I talked to you about self-re-education? The discipline that drives us toward the values we believe in. What are your values? Guys, I just realized how important values are. You gotta understand your values because a lot of people were in relationships because the other person has completely different values from us. We got to have the same values is what I'm trying to say. I understand that you do want to get in disagreements and have those human moments that a lot of us have a tendency of having, well, a lot of us more than others. But at the same time, you got to establish what your value system is. You have to. And so with that being said, constant learning, that constant learning, Steve Covey said that was, that was very important back in the 80s and the 90s. Guys, how important is it in present day right now? Jobs are gone. Jobs might be a thing of the past. Autonomy is going to push even more people to the brink of poverty. Okay, yes, advances such as what's happening in India, there's not much happening. They're probably not going to end up developing in a way where, you know, they begin to develop, <laughs> have a lot of jobs. But guys, I'm talking sub-skills and skill sets are so important right now. Oh, I don't know what skill set. Go into personal development. You'll find it. You'll branch from there because I branch from there. I started with personal development. Now I'm going to be the most highly sought after trainer online and hopefully in terms of business out here in Thailand and continue building that reputation. I have opportunities everywhere because I decided to self-re-educate myself and you're going to have to do the same thing. See, continuous learning is that part of us that keeps us feeling empowered and our relationships, and our work, and everything. Because technology is constantly changing. And many of us will work in more than five different fields before we retire. Are you willing to be left behind? Is what I'm trying to ask you. Guys, I was a fucking dental assistant. Do you guys know that story? I was a fucking dental fuck assistant. Yes, the fucks are necessary. Do you understand how much I hated being a dental assistant? Suctioning saliva out of other individuals' mouths while having some asshole of a man who made 10 times more money than I did tell me, do this, do that, do this, fuck you. It wasn't in alignment with what I had to do. I had to go through all this racial discrimination out here in good old Asia to find out what my true destiny was. A lot of people always say, find your passion, find your purpose. And people like Simon Sinek have the, you know, the tendency of shitting on them and saying, oh, yeah, okay, follow my bliss. What the fuck? Okay, follow my purpose. What the fuck? No, understand. Your purpose lies in personal development first. Yes, I found the cure for all of you right now. Do you, are you unsure where to start? Personal development. Okay, where? Go listen to Paulo Coelho's book, The Alchemist. Okay? And then after that, 
You can start branching off. I would suggest Lisa Nichols' Abundance Now book, but before that, I would find Jack Canfield's Success Principles, the 67 uh, Principles to Success. From there, you could go into harder things, such as probably Napoleon Hill's Law of Success. I believe that that is the staple stone of everything. Then you could go into positive mental attitude if that's a frame that you really need to wrap your goddamn head around. Guys, I've already said this before a very long time ago, but I'm reiterating it because a lot of you, man, you have to hear that reiteration over and over and over. What you hear the first time, you don't hear the, uh, what you heard the fifth time, you didn't hear the first time because you weren't vibrationally ready to receive the message the first time. <sighs> Do you get what I'm saying? Now, there was a, a quote by Doris Lessing. She said, that is what learning is. You suddenly understand something you've understood all your life, but in a new way. Guys, how many times I got to preach this over and over and over to you? Let's get into the, the number two, the principle of service, of giving oneself to others, of helping the, you facilitate other people in their endeavors. Whatever you learn, you got to teach people how to do it. You can either teach people how to do it or help render that service. Guys, I was just on a consultation today. Didn't even know I had given this girl a consultation like, you know, uh, uh, you know uh, before for whatever reason that was. But then I'm like, oh my God, I'm, I'm on the call and I'm like, dude, I've already given this consultation to him. Why am I doing this again? And I realized, man, you know what? I'm not gonna do this. I'm not gonna do this again. This doesn't, but at the same time, I'm like, Arsenio, just go on with it because hey, you know what? Go give service today. Give service because again, it's, it's called the habit of doing more than what you're paid for or the habit of doing more than what you're paid to do. Got it? That's Napoleon Hill's Law of Success, uh, principle number six. And at the end, she started inquiring about my services. She said, at the end, I would love you to, to come into a Facebook group with all these Filipinos. There are 300 nurses in this specific group. Hey, you know what? At the end, she said, I invested in this. At the end, she's like, oh my God, thank you so much. At the end, oh my God, this is so good. You know what? There were things that I said with her that jolted her. Like she was like, oh my God. Like I've never, and this, this happened three times throughout that one hour. Like, you know what those are? Those are called the aha moments. Those are the Satori moments that Michael Bernard Beckwith had said. Guys, I didn't get paid for any of that, but I know that I planted fucking a significant amount of seeds into an individual who's going to go to sleep tonight and said, man, I'm going to, oh my God, absolutely. In two days, she might end up messaging me and saying, hey, Arsenio, hey, I'm very interested. And uh, how much is it? Okay, I got two other friends. Okay, we want 10-hour packages. We're good. You see what I mean? It's a game. It's all about service, service. It always pays off. So going into that, there was a lady by the name of Pearl S. Buck. Yes, the last name of me. Buck, Pearl S. Buck. She said to serve is beautiful, but only if it is done with joy and a whole heart and a free mind. Like, are you being forced to serve? Don't be Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant goes to these bullshit ass little mini camps with all these children doing like different skills. See, he doesn't give a shit. His PR told him to do that so he could help build the relationship with the public. He doesn't give a fuck about the public. Michael Jordan doesn't give a fuck about the public. He only cares about the public's money. Don't be that person is what I'm trying to say. Number three, the principle of staying positive and optimistic. Oh my God, radiating positivity energy, okay? Avoiding the four emotional cancers. Oh my goodness. Are you guys ready for this? What are the four emotional cancers? Get a pen and paper. Let's go. Get it right now. Pause this bitch. Pause it. 
bring your ass back. Criticizing, complaining, comparing, competing. Guys, I'm going to touch up on competing right now. A lot of us, even in the track and field world, these people who I used to run track and field with 14 years ago, it was constantly a competition. I'm like, bro, I'm not running against you. Fuck you. I'm running against me. How can I become the best version of Arsenio? I didn't know that back in 2016. If I had known that then, man, I'd probably be the fastest runner in the world. If I was fully dedicated to putting myself through fucking crazy ass pain and running, running like 47, like 15 second, no, I'm sorry, 15, 47 second, 400 meter runs every morning in the blistering hot desert of Arizona or Nevada. Fuck that. But do you guys understand what I'm saying? Competition, fuck you. LeBron James will never be happy. LeBron James will never be content because he feels and he is pushed because of the media to literally compete, compete, compete with someone who's literally untouchable, Michael Jordan. No, Michael Jordan is touchable, but he believes he's untouchable because he has dedicated his career to trying to catch a fucker who is, who's an asshole. You guys understand what I'm saying? Now, comparing. Never compare yourself with anyone. I compare myself with all the white teachers out here in Thailand. I'm like, oh, this fat Marana guy. Oh, this guy. You know, there was a guy that came up to me in the, in, the, in the school recently. He just got hired over the last month. First couple of weeks he was cool. Next thing you know, he just placed blame out on me out of nowhere. He's like, you hear what's happening in America? The Civil War. I'm like, really? Civil War? He's like, yeah. Da, 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 da. He's like, you know what? It's, it's, you, it's, you, it's you people. And I'm, I, I just I stood there. And I said, hold on, what the fuck did he just say? You people. It's you people who invaded uh, Libya. Libya was such a beautiful country. Da, 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 da. Don't ever put, did I go in there personally to Libya? Fuck you. And again, not to say, or, you know, you're white. It's you people who completely fucked up the whole world and tried colonizing everything for the last 500, oh, well, sorry, <laughs> the last day into what? The last 1500 years. My people were hung by trees. So, again, I don't compare myself to the despicables such as him, but I used to. And I would still say, oh, my God, how would, why would you give this guy a job who is a complete douchebag? But at the same time, I'm comparing and I'm actually questioning things and criticizing and complaining. These are the four emotional cancers. Very important. Got to stay away from it. I've put myself in many of many of those bullshit ass, ridiculous ass, uh, just constant complaining this and that and pointing fingers and all that. But at the end of the day, what ended up? What did that end up doing for me? Nothing whatsoever. Get away from these. Now, a lot of people are like, "Oh, you have to stay positive. Stay positive." No, that's a mindset. It's a mindset. I don't give a fuck about Tony Robbins. Oh, there's no reasons, no reasons, no reasons. Oh, there's no such thing as being pot. Shut up. You can believe whatever you want to believe, right? Perception is based on the person itself. So when you look at the likes of Tony Robbins saying, yeah, optimistic. Oh, that doesn't make any sense. You can't be optimistic in this world. You can be whatever you want in this world. That's all there is to it. Now, am I positive? I ooze with passion because I wake up doing the thing that I love every fucking day. Arsenio, why are you so positive? No, I'm not. I mean, yeah, I've had my bout. I just got in a shouting match this morning. I got in a shouting match this morning with some asshole who almost hit me with his car. I said, I'll knock your bitch ass out. I, sh I went straight hood on him. I had a nigga moment. That was a nigga moment. 
I had it. But I had to calm down. And you know what's so funny? And you know what I'm so proud about? Over the next hour, I felt so bad that I engaged in pity and, and, and patheticness with the individual I'll never see again in my life. I never had that happen before. I never, I, I would normally complain about it online and, and just point fingers. But then I'm like, Arsenio, what are you doing? That's not who you are. And that, it, that has never happened to me before in my life. Why? Because I've established a value system. I don't complain with people who are already finished in life. You get in a shouting match. Okay, if you want to just drop a FU bomb, that's cool. But at the same time, uh, you know, okay, just to show people, you know, that they're kind of assholes and all that good stuff. But that's it. You see what I mean? No criticizing, no complaining, and no comparing and no competing. So with that being said, number four, the principle of affirmation of others, treating people as proactive individuals who have great potential. Guys, this was a, a beautiful teaching moment. I'm going to share this with you. I'm making leaders right now. People don't, I should get paid and I will get paid and I'm going to get paid copious amounts of money when it comes down to it, when it's all said and done. Because over the weekend, I had a moment where one of my students and a little tutorial center, this isn't a school, it's a tutorial center. Tutorial centers are completely different because what happens is with a school, you can't control any of those bags of shits, especially out here in Thailand. But in a tutorial center, they pay good amount of money for their children to learn. So they want the best for their children. Well, I'm in a class and there's one specific child and he's just acting up. He keeps talking. He's not doing his work. I don't know what the students are saying to him, but he keeps trying to talk to them or he's talking to them and he's annoying them. And then next thing you know, in five minutes, he realizes no one's paying attention to him. He hits the table and he's like, oh, I'm so frustrated. I can't do this. I can't. You didn't even try, bro. You didn't even try. I walk over to him. He starts doing it again. Next thing you know, he gets distracted again. And then all of this continued to work up more and more and more. And, and it ended up him just crying and all this other ridiculousness. And I'm like, dude, what are you crying for? And it's funny because all those students in the class, they told the truth. And I just stood there. I did nothing. I said, hey, man, Titan, if you keep acting up, I'll have to bring uh, Fern in here because you acting up like a fool right now. You got to stop it. But the thing is, I'm saying things that obviously, oh, you have to stop it. Of course, he's not going to stop it. Me, I want them to mediate themselves. And that's exactly what they did. After the wonderful front office staff ended up speaking to him. He came back into class. Obviously, he was super cordial. But not only that, those students who he was like really kind of fighting with, who honestly really want to show him support, ended up coaching him and teaching him through the process. I created leadership in there. I didn't want to be that person that said, stop, 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 stop. Don't do that. Don't do that. Mm -mm. I want them to coach each other through the problem. He was acting up in a number of ways. Maybe he was seeking attention. Maybe he wasn't getting the attention, a lot of different things. But then when it was all said and done, they ended up helping him. And that's all he wanted. And he felt great. And he felt very calm after that. See what I mean? Guys, this is me making people realize they have great potential at seven, eight, nine, and 10 years old. Those two individuals didn't have to go over there and help him. They didn't. They didn't, but they did. Why? Because that's basically what I fed them to do. And little do they know, they're not learning English. They're learning about life right now. And this is the mindset I'm on right now. Do you guys get what I'm saying? 
So again, going into principle number five, I'm going to sum that story up right there. The principle of balance, the ability to identify our various roles and to spend appropriate amounts of time in and focus on all of the important roles and dimensions of our lives. Remember, I told you guys about how much time are you going to allocate with the, you know, the high performance habits and everything. Success in one area of our life cannot compensate for neglect or failure in other areas of our life. Eric Thomas can be the best speaker ever, but if he can't wash his clothes, you're going to get exposed. That's exactly what he put in one of his soundtracks five years ago. He was having difficulty making his clothes smell like his wife's, the way she washed it. And she said, you know what? I don't want you to wash clothes anymore. I wash it. You don't wash clothes anymore. And he felt bad. He said, no, I'm going to wash clothes and I'm going to learn. And he learned. So again, being very successful in this area, you could be a wonderful speaker, but if you're a complete asshole of a husband or a wife, mm -mm, you can't neglect that area. You have to put, you have to allocate all of that appropriate amounts of time to dedicating yourself development in these specific areas. Do you guys get what I'm saying? Now, let's go into number six. The principle of spontaneity and serendipity. The ability to experience life with a sense of adventure and excitement and fresh rediscovery instead of trying to find a serious side to things that have no serious side. You know, Jermaine Greer said the essence of pleasure is spontaneity. Doing things that are completely different. Remember, I talked to you guys about that just recently. I said, did you guys ever try taking a different route home? How'd you feel? At the beginning, you felt bad, but the next thing you know, like, like, okay, let me give you an example. It's 5.13 p.m. right now, right? If I were to just get, get some clothes on and go to Hui Kuang, which is an area where there's a lot of crazy stuff happening out there. But if I were to go to that area and see things and just eat at a random restaurant, that's spontaneity. I would go back home and say, man, what a night that was. You know, me ending up finally, you know, um, meeting up with a, a spectacular individual by the name of uh, Yanin from Honduras. Finally, after two years, we finally met. And doing those spontaneity things, like, like, like tomorrow night. Or as a matter of fact, you guys are going to be hearing this on, what is it, on Wednesday. And when you guys hear this on Wednesday, by that time, that later that night, I'm going to go have tacos with her. You see what I mean, guys? Like, that's spontaneity. I never used to do that before. I didn't have friends like that before, but I do now. Next Thursday, Thanksgiving. Next Friday, huge KTV project. You see, I'm just developing. I'm constantly doing new things to keep myself guessing. And that's what you have to do. Because if you don't, guys, you're literally just dying rather than growing. And that's the problem with society right now. Got it? So again, adventure. If you wake up doing the same thing every day, I talked to one of these guys I went to the gym with before. His name's Ben's. And I was like, dude, you just go to the same. Wait, he's like, yeah, I just like doing the same thing over and over. I'm like, all right, all right. If that's what suits your bubble, fantastic, fantastic. So that being said, let's keep it going. The principle of consistent self-renewal. Oh, and self-improvement. In the four dimensions of one's life, I talked to you guys about this before, in the eighth habit, physical, spiritual, mental, social, emotional. Stephen Covey said, this is the single most powerful investment we can ever make in life, investment in ourselves. And the only instrument we have with which 
to deal with life and to contribute. Developing, I'm self-renewing. Guys, come on, man. Man, I, I woke up from a nap. I went to go buy some food. I'm over here standing in line, and I just felt like at such peace. My consciousness level is unbelievable. I am so excited right now about what's happening because that's the adventure. That's the profound adventure because I realized that, man, since the beginning of COVID and all the things that I've gone through this year, going through the transformation program, life coaching program, all these different things, and now looking at where I am today, come on, man. I'm just, and you know what's funny? A lot of us, and what you guys are going to hear in the will of life, I'm going to get bent out of shape over a couple of things. But again, what I have today is a direct result of what I thought about yesterday. But what I think about today is going to directly influence what happens tomorrow. And a lot of you need to understand that. Renew yourself, self-improvement. Like, like, guys, what kind of awareness? Do you understand the awareness I had in July? Do you guys understand the awareness I had in July? Like, I was like... I told Mira, I said, you know what? I feel like something in the past is directly affecting my relationships today. She said, why do you say that? I said, man, I don't even have cool friends. I don't have anything. I feel like I'm blocking things from happening. Like I can't invest in things. And I just realized it's because pain and pain comes from abandonment. Abandonment comes from my family, comes from my father. And then within three days, I finally forgave myself. I don't know how. It must have been through a nightly or a morning meditation. Can't remember, but I felt it. And now I have a wonderful friend that I normally hang out with on Friday, further developing the fun and hobbies, family and friends of the will of life. Do you get what I'm saying? Like when you have that self-awareness to say, okay, it's kind of like how you guys react to particular individuals, right? Right? Like if you, if you basically, if you were to react in a way and look at someone black or any color, I don't care. Or, or, or treat someone a different way. Ask yourself, why did I do that? My friend messaged me this morning. She's like, oh, I feel very sad. I feel frustrated. I feel jealous. I feel this. I feel that. I said, where are these feelings coming from? I don't know. I wouldn't tell you if I had the answer. I got, I understand that. But come on, let figure it out. You need to, that, this is called self-improvement. This is a way of you saying, man, I feel really weird right now. Why am I feeling this way? Where are these feelings coming from? Where are they coming from? Guys, this is all critical. This is critical to you renewing yourself. And I hope this, I hope this makes sense. So what you're going to do, and for your assignment today, you're going to list five principles that affect your life on a daily basis. And then you're going to label these and ask yourself, in what ways are you affected? Do they impact you in positive or negative ways? So again, five principles that affect your life on a daily basis any of these five that I've just told you, okay? In what ways are you affected? And do they affect you in a positive or negative way? And then you're going to tune back in on Friday for the next episode. I'm your host as always. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure you like, share, and comment, and leave a rating on the Apple Podcast Store. I'll be waiting. I'm your host as always. And I think I just said that over and out.